Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we're It's gonna be a great year. Nerds! Geeks! Can you run and coax, please? I don't want nerds staying in this hotel. Stay! Huh, check out time. Novi here is the beautiful Olympic side swimming pool. We gotta get rid of these guys. We gotta get rid of them in a major way. Get your hands up! Turn around. We outsmarted them, we framed them, and we got them arrested. We're doing nothing! Last year we were messed with, yes, but we fought back and we won. We can do it again, guys. I say we fight back now. Can I get you a drink or something? When the collar pops, the panties drop. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Dana. Podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I'm your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish. The class of 04's own Big Hern, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much. Um, I'd never put ranch on pizza before. Oh, you're um, from the Midwest. I know it's weird. That's what our people um, do. That's what our people do. Uh, I've seen some very disgusting videos on. Uh, instagram where people put too much uh, i just put a yeah. little bit on some pizza just in, just before i take a bite oh boy very it's very it's very very good did you go to flavor town i uh yeah and it was uh <laughs> it's very I'm, I'm i'm very happy about it I'm, I'm usually uh not a ranch guy i do like caesar dressing mm-hmm. um but uh i think this ranch thing on pizza i think it's here to stay I'm not a ranch guy. My wife puts ranch on damn near everything, especially like her pizza. So yeah, I don't. I I, I get it. It's just not yeah. for me. Oh, those for those me. those Minnesota folks with that state fair stuff. Oof! They're just put everything like, on a stick. Deep fried ranch. I'm like, what? <laughs> probably. That's, yeah, that's probably I, a thing. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I know they have uh, deep fried butter. You can get a stick of butter deep fried. 
that's too much. I've heard of deep fried Coca-Cola where it's just oh, yeah. Coke powder. I'm like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've actually had that before and that was very sweet, but very good. But uh, it's all deep just fried Oreos, deep fried tacos, a- deep fried anything really. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Try hard enough. Uh, flying solo in the Lone Star State. This podcast chief apathy and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? How much? I was also very like suspect of this ranch on pizza thing because I grew up with good pizza. I think that's when like you grew up with that nice, whoa, 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 whoa. thin crust New York style Chicago pizza. Here. You don't, you don't need... we, we know from good pizza. No, that is uh, sauce in a bucket. I don't know what the, the fuck. The, the thin crust, thin crust Chicago pizza is also fantastic. The Agostino's thin crust is the shit. I will, thin accept, crust is great. I, I will accept someone calling it pizza cake and not oh, really. Yeah. But it's, it's a casserole. Deep, deep dish. It's something. It's it's good. It's a casserole. Like yeah, it. it's delicious. It's disgusting. Uh, I disgusting. hate tomato sauce. So that's <laughs> no, why. But for me. Tomato sauce. It's disgusting. So Ugh. I was also like, I had a uh I think like after college, a roommate was from Michigan and she was I was like, what the fuck are you doing? So it is a very Midwest. Oh, Detroit thing. pizza with no cheat with no sauce. But Detroit style pizza, yes. Yeah. Love it. Car- but yeah, with no ranch, sauce, that would be good for you. <laughs> yeah, I hate fucking tomato sauce. Um but ranch on pizza, especially if the pizza's bad, which in Philly, sorry, Philly, your pizza fucking sucks. So Ooh, that's the only way. In Philly. <laughs> I've there. They've got other things. They've they've got other things. I've yeah. I've I, I, I've I've had a cheesesteak. I've I've had yeah. water ice. It's cheesesteak. Water, water ice. Yeah. Uh, so hot pork sandwich. Oh, uh, broccoli rob at the what's what's that market? That sandwich oh. that I had. Broccoli oh. rob sandwich. Oh, really Reading Terminal Market. Yes. Yes. Wow. Broccoli rob. It's a hot Italian. And, it's delicious. Um, it's a very well known sandwich. It's very very good. So good. good. So good. <laughs> John's, there's like this weird little shack on the railroad tracks by the IKEA at South Philly. Best pork sandwich. I will say, when you said it, my first thought was it's a shack like literally sitting on the railroad tracks. I'm like, oh no, you. Uh, oh, I've I've seen John's. I've, I've seen I've seen it featured on the Travel Channel for something. I'm like, yep, that's that's a that's a that's probably a scary area at night. I probably wouldn't be open in the evening. I, so. I live by there. It was great, but yeah, <laughs> ranch on bad pizza really saves it. But if it's a good pizza. You don't need ranch. That is true. That is true. I don't care how much ranch you put on this. It's not going to be as good as the original. Uh, This week, we're talking about uh, Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise from 1987. You can only watch it on Hulu. I think it's available in its entirety on YouTube from like four different sources, though. Like I'm assuming it's I've seen a couple movies that are like bootlegs on YouTube where the, the lighting is super bad or it's got like watermarks all over the screen so you're not supposed to be able to detect it with like ai trying to find what you're looking for or whatever don't if it, if it's if it's all fucked up just watch it on hulu like it's, it's you can also watch flip it, it. a lot of times if uh-huh. you just turn it the other way they get yeah. away with like posting clips I've seen a lot of a lot of, lot of 30 seen, rock clips that way seen the audio super fucked up super deep voices and everybody like they inhale barium <laughs> don't know why you want to watch it that way but okay um the synopsis via rotten tomatoes after triumphing over the jocks in the Alpha Beta fraternity at Adams College, the nerds of Tri-Lambda are headed to Fort Lauderdale, Florida to attend a national fraternity convention. Unfortunately, Alpha Beta is also in attendance and want to get even. Now, Lewis, Booger, Lamar, and Poindexter have to fight the jocks for their rightful place all over again, although at least this time, they can take their fight to the beach. That's basically sure. it. I mean, that's yeah, this, yeah. this plot is not really a plot, so I suppose so. Yeah. 
Uh, Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Robert Carradine's back as Lewis uh, Anthony Edwards for about eight minutes. As, is, as uh, cameo. Yeah, as Gilbert. <laughs> um, Dudley Booger Dawson, Curtis Armstrong. Uh, Larry Scott comes back as Lamar Luttrell. Timothy Busfield as Poindexter. Andrew Cassesi Cassisi is Wormser. Looks much older. He looks like, uh, obviously completely old. different. <laughs> yeah, a different very, person. Um, Courtney Thorne Smith as Sonny. Bradley Whitford as Roger Latimer. I've heard this name before. Barry Sobel as Stewart. He's like a he's a he's a stand up. He's been a stand up comedian for like forty years. Oh, that's, he's that's still Lipsy, doing right? Yeah, uh, the, the new uh, one they found. Uh, Stuart Lipsy. Yes, yes. Yeah, the uh yeah, the new the nerd the, that works at the at the hotel. At the hotel, yeah. Yeah. Uh Jamie Cromwell. I'm oh, sorry, James. James Jamie Cromwell, Cromwell as uh Mr. Skolnick. Uh Ed Lauder as Buzz. James Hong as Edgar Poe Snotty Wong. Yeah. Uh Oscar winner Donald, James Hong. Do, yeah, Donald Gibb as Frederick Aloysius Ogre Palowatsky. Um Tom Hodges is tiny. I think he's one of the new alpha betas. Yeah, um, he is. Jack Gilpin is uh, Mr. Comstock. Uh, I don't know who Pot Roast is, Michael Fitzgerald, but that's <laughs> probably one of the alpha betas, too. Yeah, that's about um, all I got. Jack Gilpin, father of Betty Gilpin from The Hunt, yeah. uh, Glow, um, Mrs. Davis. You don't know why are you look like you've never seen Betty Gilpin before. Oh, okay. You said Mrs. Mrs. Davis. I got her finally. I, yes. I watched Glow, but it was so long ago that I forget who's in it at this point. How? Oh, I'm like offended. Yeah. That show stuck with me. I, 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 Davis I loved like, it, but so it's like I've watched so much after? TV since then. Yeah, Mrs. Davis is. What's going on right now? I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, the commercials. I'm sucked in. I'm hooked. It sure. is something, but it is. It's it's ominous. The whole tone is ominous. Um. Okay, why don't we uh, go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this one. Dana, what do you got? I'm sure I watched this on television at some point. Again, uh-huh. I think I mentioned this last week. I thought the first and the second movies were the same film, so I think I they're just mushed in my brain together. Um, though there's not much from this I like explicitly recall, so <laughs> maybe the first time was earlier today and I... Full disclosure, didn't finish this film. I'm didn't sorry, Didn't finish. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's we'll, we'll walk you to the end of it. Yeah. Uh, Dave, memories for you. Uh, this was on Comedy Central, 100%. Because mm-hmm. I I can tell where it cut back in from commercial breaks. <laughs> yep. And I'd be like, oh, oh, this, the sign at the hotel. That's yeah. hilarious. But uh, it was censored on Comedy Central, so I, oh. I never knew what it said oh. until I saw it. I saw it at some point later. I'm like, ha. Now that that's uh, that's funny. That's yeah. that's good. Comedy. So yeah, at that's some comedy. point on, on on Comedy Central, neither the '90s or the early 2000s. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm right with you, Dave. I definitely watched it on basic cable in the in the early 2000s. Um, it might have been might have been like mid to late '90s. I I don't really remember, but it was on all the time. Uh, I I feel like they played it back to back with the first one a lot, which probably explains yeah. Dana why. If you had confused them, it's probably because they just did like a three hour block of both of them together. But like you, I remember so much less of this than did of the first one. So much, mm. so much less familiar feeling. 
I am tother way. I am tother way around. Are you tother? I I remember the second one way more than the first one. There are a couple of moments for me, but I'm like, no, there's a lot from that first one that I remember. But um, Dana rewatching, watching for the first time, seeing part of the movie. Um, did it make the grade, or should they have held it back? So like, I feel like we haven't done too many sequels. I feel like that's like fair. I don't know that right? we've done. Have we done any? I'm. I don't know. I'll look through others, but. Um, pie American Pie Two. We haven't done American Pie Two. No, we haven't done. The we you did. Sure? We did. Um, we did the Naked Mile. Yeah. Uh, yep. We've done Euro we've Trip. We've mile. done Road we've trip. trip. We've done Sex Drive. Great. Uh, there was. Great. I, I feel like there was. You made great choices. These are good choices. We, have we done a sequel yet? We did Scream, Scream. Two, didn't we? Yeah. Yep. We did do Scream. Okay, so Scream Two. Yeah. yeah. That um, was the only one I think. Though. That's we have to get through all of those. Now there's like yeah. six of them. It's, it's um, canon now. Yeah, but of um, I would say like this doesn't even feel like a money grab because they filmed it like three years later. Um, I feel like there's some of we watched recently where they like they did one and they did the next one like months after. We did have one of those where they were back. To, uh, I can't think. I was gonna say Breaking and Breaking Two came out in the same year, which that did happen. It, um, but we didn't. It do might those. have been. Cr- we haven't done those yet. Yeah, I'll look through our notes, but like. It's not even like a cash grab because, again, this the first one came out in 84. This one came out in 87. Uh, people, like, didn't want to be in it <laughs> to, like, make people show up. Well, it's like very it. So, and it's just not, like, I was, like, I was taking notes even though I was truly barely watching. Um, and I was just, like, I'm so lost. But I think, like, even if I had been playing close attention, I still would have been lost because... It's unclear. Did they write a script or they're just like, hey, guys, just come down to Fort Lauderdale. We'll just figure it the fuck out. I don't know. It was not good. It was like so not good. Um, So I'm going to say it does not make the grade. Um, I'm sending them back a grade because why did they even? These people are even older. Last week, I was like, Robert Carradine looked like a solid 35 and he was 30. Yeah. This time around. He looks like he's fucking 45. So like, no. Close up on his face. And I'm like, you got crow's feet and shit. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Bags under your eyes? Not old good, ass y'all. man. Not uh, good. Dave, did it make the grade for you? It, 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 it was fine. <laughs> I thought it was it it's not good. Um it's not good. There was the there were there was the occasional laugh and it was just same old shit. Um it, it was interesting having different alpha betas. Love Brad Whitford when he plays that kind of character. He's, He's so good. He he ends up doing that a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, most most notice most notably in uh, Billy Madison. Sure like, does. Nine, 92, 93. Uh-huh. So event that this is kind of what he does. He did this movie and then <laughs> did, did he also um was he in Oh God! I just had it in mind that he was—he played the same kind of character in something else. Now I can't think of what the fuck it was. Mm. But it was—it was, it was. Oh, was he? Um, was he the the villain in Black Sheep? No, Probably. no. Well, who was who was the main villain? Wasn't the 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 person? Uh, it was it was the other governor. I, the, the other person running for governor was in the my mind. Person. He was somebody's Black like Sheep. campaign manager, but I'm probably just thinking West Wing. I don't think that was. I just. I just remembered Billy Madison because. <laughs> well, yeah, you're giving the company to Eric. <laughs> well, yeah, this this is good news for me. 
Um, <laughs> business ethics. But yeah, it's, <laughs> like, yeah it's, all that. It's really, it's, it's dumb. I thought there was uh, a lot of uh, just really, really dumb stuff. But it, it, mm-hmm. it, it has memories a- attached. I've, I remember watching this and thinking it was funny at one point in my life and watching it again. I'm like, well, it's stupider, but I was stupider when I watched it and enjoyed it. So I'll just say fine. Yeah, it's fine. I'm I'm kind of there with you, Dave. I mean, if I said the first one made the grade, this one makes the grade. It's it's not that much worse than the first one. Um, it's weird to have a movie where the first in the series is rated R and the sequel is PG thirteen. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. That was <laughs> so an eighties like, move. It happened that... a lot. That there's like apparently, yeah, apparently in this movie, there's like there's some nude scenes that they just left on the floor, and uh, yeah, well, PG thirteen. There's a number of times you see nipples, but it's always like through something. They have like a wet nighty contest. There's a part where there's three women that are in like sheer negligees and they're lit from behind. So you can see titties, but it's like we're not it's not the same. I don't it's it's a strange choice to make. I don't know why you would go that way. Um, I think if it was rated R, it would have been a better movie, frankly, and would have made a lot more sense for some things. But yeah, it gets by with like a D like it's, you know, nothing worth worth watching again but it's not i'm not gonna fail it um before we get into the recap in the segments we have any fun facts on this one not on this one but i remember the sequel we were we just watched sister act two yes we never watched sister act because it doesn't have teens there's no teens <laughs> that's right but it did come out like a year later that's true like nine months yep turn that shit yep. around fast yeah that was it yeah. let's see oh uh, uh ogre pees for a minute and 46 seconds nonsense. i it's i want to talk about it <laughs> Because it's it's he needs to go see a urologist. I'm no, that's um he's just got he's got a lot of kidney. You know, it's just a lot of a lot of a lot of storage there. He got to let it out. Um, yeah, fascinating. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there was there was there was there was going to be Ted McGinley and and they yeah. decided he's in the credits. Him. Yeah, he's yeah, listed in the credits as being in this movie. Fascinating. I it's a weird. Don't recall. Was was there? There must have been a picture somewhere of must the alpha been. betas. Must yeah. have been a picture Some, somewhere. Sometimes that that's all it takes. Yeah. yeah. To me, that's just like a weird choice. That's like Ted McGillie was like, "Oh yeah, I'll be in it," and they're like, "We got Bradley Whitford. We're pass. We're okay. Thanks." Why, why don't Hard you go pass, do? But... Why don't you just go do Married with Children? And get it over with. <laughs> Like it's just... you go do married with children in three years. I don't right. think he was in there till season. No, because he's not the original husband. Steve is there first. Steve Darcy, yes. Yeah. Yep, Steve yes. is there first, and they replace him with Jefferson. But God. uh yeah. Let's no, let's but... get into the recap in the segments here. Um we gotta talk about the opening scene of this movie because it, it does kind of set the stage a little bit. They start with the Star Wars opening, which was completely unnecessary. Like, yeah, you're taking yourself way too seriously. When this came out, it it had been a decade. Why was did anyone think this would be funny or topical or interesting? The only thought that I have, and I don't, I don't watch the trailers before you record. I always watch them when I'm getting the editing done. But in the trailer for the first one, they do mention that this is a 20th century Fox movie, and Fox, I guess, distributed Star Wars because it it like mentions other like classic. Fox movies at the beginning of the trailer for Revenge of the Nerds. It's like we're putting this in that same pantheon. I'm like, you fuck off. Um, um but yeah, it's Spaceballs had just come out. So Spaceballs is so much better than this movie. Maybe <laughs> that's why I was... is is Barfatine? There any teams? No, 
Barf is a dog. Princess thing. Vespa is, is Princess Vespa a teen? She might be half, a teen. Half Maybe. man, half half dog. I'm my own best friend. Yeah. Uh. Let's talk about that instead. Um, but yeah, they do the very long Star Wars opening where they they run down the whole plot of the first movie. It's completely fucking unnecessary. Then yeah. we kind of we're introduced to most of the nerds. Uh, they did drop. I forget his name. The Japanese fella Takashi. Takashi. Yeah, yeah, he's not in this movie. He's he's not he's not there anymore. But we're introduced to the other nerds. Um, the first thing we see is a shot of 30, 40 pill bottles. And Poindexter just dumps them all on his bag. This motherfucker is dying. Like, you yeah. are dying. And with his yeah. ability to, to, to not or his inability to see. He's taking the wrong pills every day. Yeah. I was like, all is, this a, is he getting like Munchausen by proxy from afar by his parents? Like, what is going on? I don't know could, what it this could is. be that. He, he maybe just wants to be prepared. Any possibility could be, uh, what do you call it? The people are scared of being well, sick. Hypochondriac. Always the hypochondriac, maybe. Yeah. But, but mm-hmm. I, no, I, based on his attitude and the fact that he kind of freezes up and doesn't talk, and sometimes he talks a lot, I think. I think he's got some counteracting drugs inside of him. He's most got some of the problems. Time. Well, and in the first movie, they don't portray him as being sickly. He can't no. see. He's bad at violin. So for yeah. the first, the first shot of this movie to be him dumping all these pills in his bag, I'm like, did you get sick? Because you were never sick the first time. Well, you didn't have a lot of time. So I feel like because Anthony Edwards was like, I really don't want to be in this. So they just okay. I had reworked questions. the script. To well, like come up year, right. wow. when they were filming this, he was also filming a little movie called Top Gun. Oh, so I, I was wondering if that was around the same time. Yeah. yeah, so I think okay. maybe he's like, I, I, I got a shot to be something. Is there a way that I can just not do this? Okay, I that I, all, I had maybe. I wondered why he wasn't in the movie hardly at all because like I can just see you writing him out altogether and being like yeah he's studying abroad or whatever, um but to have him in the movie in these three individual scenes, I'm just like you either have him in the movie or don't. But this is this is not making any sense. He um, was contractually obligated to appear. Okay. So. There but you go. That, that makes like, more sense. Yeah, because he wasn't available, they had to flush out these other characters. And Poindexter may have been sickly the whole entire time. We just didn't have time for it. I I, I do want to talk about him in a sec here because I yeah. they 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 do give some of these guys a lot more to do in this movie, and he's probably the biggest you know increase in his screen time from the first to the second. But then we see we see Wormser, but like Dave said, I did not know that's who this was. <laughs> like we see him going through basically a Rolodex of, like, fake IDs he's made for himself and, like, putting them yeah, all into his wallet one at a time. He's committing felony-level oh, crimes. Oh, super, super, yeah, super, super crimes. I understand. He, he thinks it's like, I'm going to show this to a chick, and she'll be like, oh, yeah. I love, one of them said he was doing the FBI or the CIA. <laughs> I love a civil servant. That's what I want. Oh, yeah, I'm into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. well, it was a different time. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's aged tremendously. He doesn't look recognizable in any kind of way at all. And apparently now he forges documents. Mm-hmm. Um, Booger just packs condoms. And looking at his bag, there are so many loose, unopened condoms, like just, yeah. just free range condoms all in his bag flopping around. They are open, though. That's the thing. They're yeah. loose. They're just yes. 
they're yeah, so, not used. They're no, just they're, not they're the package. Open. Yes, there are some that are in packages and some that are just loose condoms. Like, so you took it yeah. out of the package and just why you did this? They didn't I sell remember, it that way. You don't get them I in a remember, bag. I used to live by a uh, corner store where I can, if I wanted just one cigarette, the guy would sell me <laughs> you get one. A Lucy, Lucy's. But I don't remember that being a thing for just loose. Well, there's uh, not did a you loose rinse it out? Like, oh, that's the first thing that I thought when I saw the the, the rubber just sitting there. I'm like, did you rinse it out? But you got so many packets, you you can throw away that. Oh, god, this is an entire Uh. duffel bag full of condoms. It is, yeah, conservatively 500 condoms. He's bad. I'm like, come on, booger. Mm -hmm. Like, that's this is ridiculous. Um, then we do see we see Gilbert. Gilbert's got a broken leg because he's in Top Gun and he can't go to Florida. Um, yeah, again, I don't I don't know why you, you do this at all and have him do these couple of weird cameos, but whatever. Then actually obligated. You gotta read the fine line, y'all. I suppose. Watch out for them sequels. Yeah, they'll, they'll get you. And you can advertise like, look who we, we got fucking goose in this movie yeah. for a couple seconds. Yeah, from beyond the grave. Um <laughs> rest uh, I guess spoiler alert. Then we also have uh we we for do Top for Top Gun for a 40-year-old movie. Uh, we do see Lewis after this, so we're reintroduced to Lewis. Lewis is a, fa- a framed photo of Betty on his desk, which keep it in mind for the entire rest of the film that he's got a girlfriend at home, <laughs> like he's got a committed girlfriend at home who is cartoonishly out of his league, and the movie wants us to know they're still together from the first movie. All right, so mm-hmm. that's how the movie starts. Um, the movie itself is basically the same as the first one. In the first one, you know, they get kicked out of their house they they lose their dorm and the the jocks move wait, in instead. Wait, wait. are we just gonna skip over lamar's suitcase oh i forgot about lamar's suitcase yeah you're How right lamar lamar is packing um it's not gold lemay what would you what's that material um, do you think it's a blouse what that material is like i couldn't i couldn't tell you what the it's material a sheer is. shiny blouse a yeah, metallic like, yeah the sequence yeah like stitched together sequence like tiny mesh. sequence mm-hmm. um He's got some, you know, mail porn, like magazines, little yep. little new yeah, mags. Yeah, so, just yeah. living his best life. No censorship yeah. here. Just no. And again, didn't make it into a punchline. It, it wasn't yeah. like, look how funny it is that he's packing mail porn. It's like, well, Lamar wants to get down. He's packing some porno. Like yeah. it's just, yeah. I I should not list him out. That's shame on me. Um, books that I feel like maybe I don't erotic know. literature. Me, myself, and I, or not me, myself, and I. I forget what it was. I didn't write it down. No, I forget I was what it was, like, too. But he, yeah, yeah okay. I, I, I would assume it's erotic literature like my dad wrote a porno. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a very similar plot to the first one. The first one, they lose, they lose their house uh, to the jocks. This one, they lose their hotel room instead of their dorm. So it's once again like, we can't live where we want to live. And now we have to jibberty, jibberty, rat a tat tat our way through the rest of this fucking movie. Um, so we find out that they're going to Florida because they are the representatives of Adams College at the United Fraternal Conference or whatever. It's, it's UFC, which is funny looking back, but it's they're going uh-huh. to the UFC. And it's I think it's the United Fraternal Conference or Fraternity Conference or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys notice the flight attendant's uniform when they got on this fucking plane? So it was I bizarre. Thought- I, so I thought this was all a trick. So they're like waiting in line to go to the I thought you, it was a trick too. Because I think you see people watching them go to the airport. And I think it's like the alphas being like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck these guys. So then they go into the airport and they're like, are you guys so-and-so? You're VIPs. Come this yeah. way. 
And then the, the stewardess outfit, I thought she was wearing like a fur cap. I thought everybody that we saw was wearing, I'm like, they're getting sent to oh, Siberia. That would have been much better. Yeah, no, I they they very much led me to believe they were being set up because in the in what? the airport, you see boogers split off from the rest of the group to go sexually harass women, um, and then while he's gone, this dude just walks up and says, "Hey, are you guys, the trial lambs from Adams College? How the fuck would you know that? They don't have on university gear, none of that shit." And yeah. so he's like, "Oh, we're gonna come with me. We'll take you to the VIP entrance." And I'm like, "All right, come tar and feathers. Like we're gonna fuck up good." And no, very they're, immense they're penises. Just very, well, yeah, they, very immense penises. Yeah, um, yeah. They they get on the on the on the plane. The flight attendant is wearing like an orange mini dress with fur cuffs and also a big ass fur hat, like uh, like the Fred Flintstone Grand Poobah hat. It's like a big fucking fur. What is this? Like to me, I was like, oh, again, they're getting sent to Siberia, or yeah. they're getting sent. Back in time, I don't know, but like <laughs> Stone Age, there was no payoff because, like, no. literally the heads that you can see in the seats all have the same style hat on. So I was mm-hmm. like, "They're so, going to Mongolia." I don't in my know. mind, I'm wondering, like, was this an action? Like, if if it was '87 and I saw this in the theater, would I raise an eyebrow at that, or would I be like, "Oh yeah, that's just how they dress on Delta"? Like, would I not? If that was a real uniform, they didn't play it for jokes. So I'm I'm led to believe maybe some poor flight attendants had to wear this shit to work every fucking day. But they they're going to Florida. Um, they we talked about how they give uh, Poindexter and some of these guys kind of more to do. Poindexter got a lot more to do, but knowing how miserable the filming of that first one must have been with those fucking glasses, I felt bad for him. Like the first yeah. scene you see him, he's he's talking to a cardboard cutout of a woman in a bikini and offers to get her a drink, I did legitimately chuckle a little bit when he walked down into the pool, not realizing. Yeah. I'm like, well, you, you feel your feet get wet. You would stop no. walking. <laughs> he, um, <laughs> I could tell that the um, they weren't as thick and as um, blurry, but still pretty they bad. still but, looked awful. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think he's like, it, it, it was too much. My head still hurts. Can, yeah. can we do something about it? But they didn't do much. They still looked and crazy. It, it was the same gags. Same, yeah. Yeah. same, same gags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they weren't that funny the first time. But I was just no. like, what is the point of these glasses? If they're so no. thick, <laughs> if you and still, you can't, still see can't see shit, see. give this what man a dog doing? and a cane. Like it's not helping right? at all. This isn't yeah. cute. I worry. I fear for his health. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, he. It was a funny gag of him just uh, casually walking down the steps into the pool. Uh, that was that was kind of nice as a he's that fucking blind situation, but. Um, while they're all kind of getting situated by the pool, looking at way too many women in bikinis and heels, which is a weird look just to casually that's, walk around by the pool. Uh, that's eighties. Yeah. I was like, it's a thing in the eighties where you're always ready for a wet t-shirt contest to well, break out. Yeah. Bikini, and bikini and white pumps is an eighties. look. Yeah. The oh, yeah. highest cut bikinis. Like, oh, I don't know why oh, we yeah. thought it was sexy to have a girl all the way. It was just literally your ribs. Around your belly button. Yeah. And then just a piece of fabric covering your front all the way Mm -hmm. up your belly button, all the way up your crack. And like, why? What are we doing? These were a collection of the least flattering swimsuits I've ever seen women wear in my entire life. I was like, you, I'm sure some, I'm like, in someone in 87 thought that looked. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm like, it, it just didn't, it made you look worse the mm-hmm. way it was. Yeah. Cut. It's very revealing. Cause like you have nothing covering yeah. your side, out. but mm-hmm. it doesn't have like, I think it's like the illusion that it's even sexier because it's like, look, it goes all the way up to my nipples. <laughs> Check it out. Well, you know, listen, we, we talked about last week that Betty had a weird body. She had like the body perfectly suited for these weird fucking suits like they made them for her weird body like she was too skinny that like her skin was like hanging off her body it it was it was unfortunate yeah yeah, these bathing suits they're they're all weird they're all bad looking even though they focus really heavily on the one girl with a thong and i'm like yeah but your butt is flat and the thong is high as fuck so it looks crazy that was uh, i I wasn't gonna say anything but i knew you would so of course i will first thing i said was that's that's kind of that's kind of a weird butt. what about the pancake butt yeah she is (laughs) it was just like it was just like a long back what like was a nice pancake butt (laughs) pancake butt yeah it was unfortunate there's a joke on the first season of girls five eva where it's dean not dean doris but well, it's the guy who played the beeper guy on 30 Rock. I can't remember his name. I'll look it up in a second. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I know. Dean, you're not, I, I Dean Winters. Dean, Dean Winters. Winters. There you go. He, yeah. is, he is mayhem. He is mayhem. Yes, yes. he is mayhem. But he's talking about like dating younger women. He's like, and then it all goes down south when you hop out of the hot tub and your bathing suit falls down and they realize you're, you're, but is only an inch long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Weird butt. I never inch finished the first butt. season of that show, but I loved it when I was watching it. I just I think something else kept I just never went back to it. It was really oh, good. I just started Maybe rewatching good. it because I finally paid for Peacock because we only got to the Colbert episode and then mm. had to stop because I didn't want to mm. pay for it. But now I pay for it. I was like, that joke, I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard because it is certain people just have like the tiniest little butts. That's I mean, look at look at uh, uh your boy Hank Hill with his diminished glutes. He's MTV, got a butt like it's three inches long. MTV did that show already. It was called End Together, and I loved it. Not in together, just together. Two, together. Together was like the two and a plus. It was fantastic. I was thinking oh, of the Limp Biscuit song and together. Yeah, now. all in together now. <laughs> oh um, boy. I knew all about that show in high school. I was gonna sing a song, but then I just totally escaped. It was me. one of the Farley if brothers and a couple together, other together You, and, you me and me forever. Yeah, so there you go. I know my calculus. Yes. Yeah. Says you, you plus, plus me equals, equals up. Oh, That's very calculus. basic math. That is not, it's, not cal- it's not calculus at all. It's very no. basic. Math. But that, Calculus uh, is up, or the song that also I know like the root of algor- algorithm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, rest in peace, QT, because he actually was sick and died. Oh, yeah. The kid that played the sick kid was literally dying. So, yeah, Aww. yeah. Good fucking That's movie. That. We should we should try to find that somewhere. I'd watch that for the fucking pod. But that um, it was a TV show, wasn't it? No, it was it was a it was a made for TV movie. Then they oh, made yeah. that into a TV show. The movie was a big enough hit that they turned it into a series. Um, dig through Paramount Plus as soon as we're done here and see. If I'm, it I'm gonna check. They have there somewhere. Paramount can kiss my ass because they have every season of the real world except the ones I want to watch. And yeah, they have Daria, like, but oh. not the movies that I want to do for the podcast. True. They don't have the movies. No, yeah, yeah, that's true. So um we see while they're while the guys are all at the pool with the weird bathing suits, Lewis yeah. is talking to Sonny, the front desk check-in clerk trainee. Like he falls in love with her the second he sees her. He's basically drooling on himself. And I'm like, we've established you and Betty are still very much together. So mm. to see him just like ogling Sonny the second the plane lands, I'm like, buddy, this is not a good look for you. Yeah, it's um, not good. 
No, we're also in this moment introduced to Bradley Whitford as Roger and fucking perfect. Like he so is. <laughs> he, I mean, I just, I, out of pure coincidence, or you guys today, are having a problem with your room. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, he doesn't want you staying here. <laughs> just like, oh God. You, 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 you know how it is being nerds and all. Yeah, he's he what nerds here. You staying here, you know. You just, people, yeah. I yeah. I watched his um his episode of uh Who Do You Think You Are like out of pure coincidence earlier today. I'm like, it is wild that he is like an eminently good and decent person and has played so many shit ass villains. <laughs> like, yeah, he yeah. seems like a wonderful man. And even mm-hmm. in in Handmaid's Tale, he's playing like a shit ass villain. Like he seems like he's good for a minute, but he's a shit ass villain. Yeah. Um. So they're informed that. They don't have a hotel room to stay in anymore. While Lewis is talking to Sonny, he fixes the computer by telling her to type on the keys differently, which is weird. Like, press the same keys you press, but, like, hold your hands differently. That'll make it work. What did he call it? Like, something strike pattern? I was yeah, like... Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was her her keystroke pattern or whatever. I'm just like, but that doesn't make it... it the, the way that you hold your hands doesn't make a difference. It's not... <laughs> And that's what we talked about last time when the girl's like struggling with something in the computer lab and Gilbert's like, you just do 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 And he yeah. winds up like doing this animation. Where yeah. they, and I'm like, animation the of the two of them. Don't you have to see the command line? Like, what no, is I happening? Do. <laughs> like, what is like when I do on? graphics, I can't just type shit on a key and make it show up. Um. So yeah, he, they, they, she, he fixes the computer. Sonny finds out that their reservation has been canceled for all of them. Um, they go through this whole rigmarole over how could that be, blah blah blah, whatever. And then you find out that the hotel, like acting manager, I guess, is just like I don't want nerds staying here, so he's canceled their reservations. It's it's all very convoluted because like you would just not let them make reservations, or I I don't know what you do. I don't how'd you know they were nerds? It's all. He saw, he, he saw them and was like, I know their names. Let me cancel their reservations. Mm-hmm. It again, this movie, like the first, held together by cheesecloth. Um, we meet Bradley Whitford in this moment, who is like the hotel acting manager, also an alpha beta. And he's like, Yep, we're all in this together. Like, fuck those nerds. I'm gonna help you out here. The guys are kind of marooned because I'm assuming. They don't say this is during spring break, I don't think, but it's obviously during spring break. Um, And getting a hotel room in Fort Lauderdale in 87 during spring break, I'm sure, was a fucking nightmare. So they wind up somehow. Poindexter finds this hotel with, like, not just the address and the phone number, but, like, a review of it. Where it's like, oh, it's beautiful oceanside views and villas and blah. Like, where the fuck are you finding it's like they don't have Google, they don't have a fucking web page, but it's called the Hotel Coral Essex. So yeah. keep that in mind for a joke later on. Uh-huh. They get there. There are just loose chickens and roosters just walking around every fucking where. Just yeah. dozens of racist. chickens and roosters. Well, racist. I feel like it is. Dave, you are our <laughs> resident Cuban. Were you offended? Because this... <laughs> It seemed well, pretty offensive. They they got a couple things right. You know, obviously you have to let your roosters and chickens roam about. That's how you get the best eggs for free range. Uh having a Ricky Ricardo suite, obviously. Of course. I mean, 
obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was just that. It was, it was they're just like we we want a little part of Fort Lauderdale or wherever they end up to look like Caracas. Yes, and that's where they're going to have to stay. So that it was sand need, inside on the floor. We yeah. need it to be as starkly different as we can find. But the, I think they're still right by the beach. It's just yeah, they found the most disgusting patch of beach, and that's where they get to stay. I don't really have a problem with it, but that's just it's the, the hotel. It's, it's exactly what I expected. It's exactly what I expected. Yeah, Ricky the concierge Ricardo, lady. Sweet. She's by far the funniest character in the movie. Um, Hello. I'm like, okay. Her, good. Her, this, this is her good. comic this is timing good. with the knife was funny. Ah! ah! Yeah. I'm just going to kill your lunch. Calm down. <laughs> but like, I'm going to kill your lunch. lunch. Yeah, I, I did good. like to... Her her scarf work was good. Always carried a silk scarf in her hand. Was She was good with the silk scarf. Um, <laughs> So, next we see the Alpha Betas doing Alpha Beta stuff. Uh, this is when I mentioned that Ogre needs a urologist because... In my notes, I said he peed for two solid minutes, and I thought I was over-exaggerating. He damn near pees for two minutes. Yeah. And it's just like... That's a lot of liquid to have in your body at any given time. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'd probably go go talk to a nephrologist about your kidneys. (laughs) Um, For sure should. It's um, giving Jimmy from A League of Their Own, where they actually do time it. It is. It is. It's it's, it's giving um, uh, Austin Powers after he's thawed out. Yeah. Same joke. Um, stuff. One thing I was just noticing, or noticing while I was watching, um, so the hotel seems the, the nice hotel that they were kicked out of, the Hotel Flamingo, yeah. seems very bright, airy, like Miami vibes, like bright colors. But then you go into these rooms, and they're fucking windowless caves. Not a window. That are so yeah. creepy. Like Dark. these guys are sitting in a unbubbling hot tub so they're just stewing probably in war- in warm warm water, water in the dark basically while ogre pisses for three minutes behind them Two and it's away. got a smell yeah no it's it is it is a, a dark this is where you know the body was found in a dateline episode like it's, oh, it's yeah. this kind of a hotel room mm-hmm. i'm just like good lord and with the with the hotel coral essex yeah terrible fucking hotel but like no one said you had to hang out there all day. You can still go to the Hotel Flamingo pool. I'm sure they're not. I didn't see wristbands. No, anybody. no. Bo- Bo- I think Booker's happy as a pig in shit. He's yeah. like, this is this is these, these are my people. Yeah, he's, this, he's, is, this he's is where I want to be. Pin from the peanuts. Of course, he's happy there. Gross, but yeah, it's just you, have, you just have to make sure to figure out a way not not to get eaten by rats uh, at night or covered or... in cockroaches. Mm-hmm. Other than just, that, you're fine. just go to the beach. Like you don't yes. have to stay in this yes. place. Drop your bags off right the fucking near go. the beach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think about this like when we were in, when we're in Vegas, we don't like hang out in the hotel room all day. You put your shit there, and then you leave, and then you come back to yeah. sleep, and that's it. Right. But uh, yeah, so they're they're kind of stuck um, there. The Alpha Betas are kind of plotting what they're going to do next. I don't know why Ogre is there. Right. Um. Adams Doesn't College, make any sense. No. Adams College at the Tri Lambs as their representatives. They show at one point, um, I think it, I don't know if it's Rogers or Tiny's duffel bag, but it's the Florida Seminole Gators wrestling is what it says on there. So Florida, it's like Seminole, a, Florida it's, it's Seminole li- Gator wrestling. Yeah, yeah. it's literally, it's, a, it's Florida colors, orange and blue, and then the Gator has on a headdress. So I'm like, so you're just combining Florida and Florida State. All right. So they don't go to Adams. They go to whatever school is supposed to be in Florida. Um, I don't yeah. know why Ogre is there. I don't I have I have, I have some thoughts. 
the transfer do we think or what happened um i think there was some fallout based on their behavior oh uh because i I think i think the dean grew a pair i think maybe not kicked out i think they were like you probably shouldn't come back next semester you should find a new place Mm -hmm. to go and i think ogre found a spot at uf or fsu wrestling gators Mm -hmm. i guess Mm -hmm. i don't know state university of florida yeah yeah Yeah. um bigger question though Uh and i guess this is from both films but even more so on this one why do they care so much just go about your fucking day that i don't i don't know they don't they don't make it make any sense you guys are in florida you're all like eminently handsome men there are there are women walking around in in wet 90s four feet away from you and you're fixated on these nerds to the point that like you're literally a bunch of you're you're hot dogs in water you're just men sitting in warm water plotting the demise of these nerds while your friend pisses four feet away it's it's very odd it's an odd fucking fixation to have but like the nerds could give two shits about them they They don't care about the elevators they're trying to get laid well yeah, well, they won. The nerds won. I can understand okay. being okay. super petty and petulant and just letting it stick with you. I bet you the National Charter of Alpha Betas, they, yeah, short, that's, they, they, it still hurts. Well, and I mean, they saw yeah. an opportunity to, to, to stick it to the nerds at a time when the nerds were vulnerable. Like, let's, let's do it. But I'm also looking into it. Maybe no one thought about that at all. And they're just well, like, this is just it's, the way that they'll like act. That- it's like that thing know. they always talk about. Like, you know who never fixates on the Civil War is like people whose ancestors were on the northern side of that. <laughs> like, yep. is that a whole lot of like, yeah, Union soldier pride and heritage? Like, no, it's it was a thing that happened a long time ago, and so we're moving on. But those who are on the losing end don't seem to get over things as easily. So I guess that that could be the right. case here, where they're just like right. focused on it, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So they decide in that moment, it's not enough to just exile the trilams across town. They have to eliminate them all together. One dude says, "Is kill them, like literally, let's murder them." And they're like, mm, no, let's not murder them, but something else. So we we understand that they're they're plotting to do something bad to them just because they're there. They haven't done anything offensive. The trilams mm-hmm. are not like walking around lording themselves over anybody. They're just nerds, and that makes it a problem. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first thing we get, the movie at this point, it gets real formulaic. It's like there's there's trying to set the nerds up somehow. There's a fraternity council, you know, meeting after that, another setup, another council meeting, etc. So the first setup, I don't know. This is this is a Rube Goldberg fucking setup. The the Trilams are told that there was it a party they're supposed to be going to. Is that what it was or something? Yeah. Yeah. They're supposed to be going to something. They get picked up in like a shuttle van. The van drops them off in the fucking woods. Then there are some alpha betas and some, I mean, they're not, they're not the pies from the first movie. They're not pie Delta. They're just like random women who are going along with this, I guess. Yeah, Um, Yeah. They see, they see some dudes dressed up allegedly like Seminole Indians I I've I've seen yeah. 
seminal dress. It's not this. These are Plains Indian costumes that they're wearing. So it's not even the right. No, these were these were village people. They all got the, <laughs> like this the, is true. The village people costumes. They were yes. able to find that one member. Yeah. This but, is the, yeah. the village people version of like what a Sioux costume looks like. No, that and, and they're all standing up there like, like, oh, like yeah. this with their arms crossed. I'm like, oh, da, 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 yeah, da, 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 young man. I'm like, I was waiting for it, but yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. The racism jumped out in this. Film. Oh, it's aggressive. Oh, you know, it's Come it on. is. They took the sex out and turned the racism up. Um. Because so, that's yeah. what you have to have in our puritanical society. Violence and racism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Yeah. So they what happens is they get there and the, the guy is like, oh, the party is right over that way. While they're waiting to figure out where to go, they see some dudes dressed up like the village people Indian over and over again. Kidnap a I don't think they kidnap, but they just like carry a woman off. Uh-huh. And so so at this point. Lamar of all people is like we have to go rescue her and so they drop their plans to go to this party to go follow these dudes I'm trying to they follow them through the set of Legends of the Hidden Temple essentially oh yeah like yeah. I, I this this whole setup would have cost hundreds of thousands of dollars mm. there, there are like it's a, a full temple that's been built uh-huh. Like out of brick and stone, it would apparently be someone it's stories has, high. Oh yeah, multiple stories high. Somebody has run propane lines because there is there's a, a fiery pit. Like if 1998 Kane showed up in the middle of you know WWF Raw, like it is it is insane. Oh, God, shit. yeah, just like Yo, that. Fire and brimstone. No, and yeah, I, that's what was going on. It, it would have been expensive if they just like let's just take a piece of the Everglades and. We'll just carve this out yes. and everything will be fine. They're not like far into the, they're, they're right next to civilization. We'll get to that in a second. It's so weird. Yeah. So weird. It's, it's, it's as though they found like an unused abandoned ride at Universal Studios or something like that. Like yeah. this is, this is high quality production, whatever the fuck this is supposed to be. Yeah. Cause it's like over this alligator. So I was like, was their idea that like, oh, yeah. Those yeah. alligators. There's some like alligator wrestling spot like off a of highway eight. So we'll just That's take him up there. That's why there because he's like, yeah, I I know where to find him and I'll pacify him and it, it, it'll be fine. It's all Dude, just like, it's so it's so unexplained what it so, was. What do you say a defunct uh, amusement park? I went to a luau in Hawaii that literally is at like either an off season or defunct water park. So like, oh, oh. <laughs> all right. Luau happens at night. I don't think anything else happens during the day. I mean, but like, it I just seemed like, is this like the normal thing that happens at this alligator wrestling thing? Yeah, it was very, it made no sense. It, it, it makes no fucking sense. There's 20 dudes. There's no way there's 20 alpha betas that are there. Because, I mean, I, all of this is, is confusing and weird. Basically, they're, they're, they're trying to rescue this woman from being sacrificed. They throw her, quote unquote, into some fire. Ogre just catches her and they turn the propane up as though she's been incinerated. Then they tell they they tell the trilams to like get butt naked, basically. And so like they are standing on a rickety bridge over a dozen alligators or so, taking off all their clothes. 
then they get like backed into a wall they're screaming the wall rotates around and now they're at like a hoity-toity country club mm-hmm. so like the country club is attached to the, someone had yeah. to build what is why yeah, the architecture of this doesn't make any sense and a flipping a, a rotating wall too yeah a rotating wall right. so the country club is is in and on they this. need to get and they need to get pushed right up against it at the perfect moment mm-hmm it flips um, to the other side. It's so you weird. forgot the part also where they still believe these are true seminal oh, native they do. people, indigenous people. Yeah. And Poindexter speaks seminal at them. Apparently, yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. that's what seminal out some sounds seminal. like. I don't, he only I don't think one one phrase in seminal. It's, <laughs> it's very useful. It's very bite, useful. Bite my crank in seminal. That's mm-hmm. that's fantastic. That's it's, great. It's weird that he points out they don't understand seminal and they don't call them out on it. It's not like they go like, okay, like the jig is up. We know you guys are bullshit, and they still go along. It's very confusing. It's all a weird fucking scene, but. Yeah, they have to walk through the country club like fancy dinner party in their underwear, and yeah. of course, the rich country club folk make fun of them. Nerds. Then, yeah, one of them is like, "Is that our waiter?" And I'm like, oh, "Come on, what the fuck are we doing here?" <laughs> so, is that a racist joke? Uh, probably yeah. Lamar. I'm sure it was welcome on Lamar. It was for certain Lamar in his red banana hammock. Um, Lamar's jacked. I will say Lamar was in r- ridiculously good shape. I was like, Jesus Christ! Okay, Great that dude's been doing. Yes, he's in fantastic shape. Um, so then the next thing we see, the next scene is like the the Greek Council talking about what they want to do, and in this moment, Alpha Beta, who I guess they run the UFC or something. It seems like they're really holding court here. Um, they won the homecoming contest, uh, yeah. the university-wide, yeah, continental. The, 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 the All-America <laughs> University homecoming, homecoming competition. So that's where they run this. Yeah, mm-hmm. they run this shit. They propose that they're going to they're gonna require all frats to pass like a physical challenge in order to maintain a national charter, which feels, number one, it feels really arbitrary. It's like, this is, I don't know how you do this. Number two... Some of those other frats would have to also go, well, this is, I don't want to fucking do this. The way they Mm. set it up, every member of a frat is like an Olympic level athlete. And so they're like, oh, that's fine with me. I'm like, some of these dudes would be like, man, I I weigh 385 pounds. I don't want to run 40 fucking miles. I don't want to do this shit. Like, they're very strange that this is what they want to go with this. Very ableist. Mm. Very ableist. Yeah, yeah, one dude in a wheelchair, you fail. <laughs> like every member of every frat has to do a physical. What are we doing yeah, here? That's that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. And they propose it, and no one else that's there is even like, well, hold on a minute. They're like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm just like, we gotta do like, so, fit, you gotta like 20 push ups. <laughs> I can do 20 push ups. I'm all good, bro. I'm good. Very weird. Yeah. Um, so the the trilams try to like oppose this and like yep nope uh parliament jargon 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 you're not allowed to oppose this it's on the books now so mm-hmm. the trilams very similar to the first movie their solution is let's throw a party and that'll fix our problems uh-huh. they throw a party at the hotel coral essex the reason that i keep on saying the name of this place is because they fuck up the light up sign to say hot oral sex mm-hmm. and i'm like that's pretty clever. That's the best writing of this whole movie's combined. 
hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> um, they put on a concert again, just like in the first fucking movie. The yep. song they do here is No on 15, because this is like Proposition 15 or whatever. I'm going to say this is a better song than the song from the first one, but it's not it? at all as memorable. It's so much more forgettable. I didn't like the nerdy hotel guy popping up. I was like, I don't know this guy. Who's this guy? What's going on? What it's very weird because like this guy, he works at the hotel. He kind of runs afoul of Roger and the hotel manager gets, I think at this point, I don't think he's been fired yet. Maybe no. he has. He gets fired eventually for standing up for Sonny. But like, we didn't need you guys to add another nerd to this movie at all. He adds nothing to the movie. It's very weird that he's there. But I will say, I was wrong. Lamar doing a Melly Mel voice, not as funny as him with his soft voice. Like, I'm like, oh, would it be funny if he all of a sudden busts out a Melly Mel voice? And then he did it. He does not rap in his Lamar voice in this movie. And I'm like, no, it's not as good. It's not as oh, good. I, he, I didn't notice a difference. It's it's um, much it's a much deeper and more staccato. Okay. I yeah. also so people came. We forgot to stampeding to this hotel. Oh yes. That they've the never heard of. Sex. That, and then they show up, and these motherfuckers put on a show. Uh huh. Song. I came here number. for hot oral sex, what? not to watch <laughs> these nerds perform. What are we doing? I will and say there was he, also a peep show in porno theater under that hotel. So you guys, you can yeah. get some hot oral sex, I'm sure. No, and there was what's her, there was a there was across the hall. Uh, what's her, oh, our, oh, that's our, right. Here, he, he, here are gym and workout facilities. Yeah, there was a sex worker uh-huh. right, right across the hall. That's a lot of work, though. There's a lot of a lot, awesome. of, a lot of dudes out there. But the Alpha Beta yeah. showed up too. They're just yeah, sitting well, there. Yes. Like, Wonder what this is going to be. Okay. It was very strange. No. Lamar on 15. No. No. On, on 15. 15. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lamar, no. Lamar is doing Melly Mel. Lipsy, the new nerd, is legit just Beastie doing Boys. MCA. Yeah. He's doing MCA Beastie from the Beastie Boys. And I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly it's it's that. funny how much hip hop has advanced between 84 and 87. Because 84, it is legitimately Curtis Blow. My name is Lamar, and I'm here to say. And then this one, it's like, oh, you're doing a whole like call and response. You guys are doubling your vocals. Hip hop has changed dramatically in three years. And I'm impressed. Um, Where did they get all this shit in Fort Lauderdale? They, right. they don't know anybody. Where do they yeah. get this shit? Where do they get the money for this shit? Yeah. yeah. Like this, this is a huge stage show they've put on. A huge yeah. also, stage show. The infrastructure of this hotel. I don't think they could <laughs> generate this much power. No, nope. there'd be a blackout nope. for the whole block. Someone's getting first... electrocuted. There's a yes. fire. It's not going well. The first chord booger plays in that guitar. The whole block just goes black. <laughs> like yep. it's not. It's not going to work out. Uh-huh. Um, I also don't think that this one performance is going to shift the vote at all. Like it's. I, I don't. I mean, they yes, the lyrics explain why it's unfair to have a physical challenge. <laughs> but like, I don't I, think anyone's gonna go. Oh, oh, I've changed my mind now. Um. So then we cut directly from this to the next council meeting. The vote has failed because No One Fifteen is a worldwide hit now. Alpha mm-hmm. Beta is is angry about this, but Lewis has to be the most naive person who ever fucking lived because. 
Roger's like, hey, Lewis, come up here. Like, we'll we'll shake hands and we'll say, you know, we're going to do this together, blah, blah, blah. And he falls for it immediately. Doesn't even raise a fucking eyebrow. Um, so we get this whole thing where, like, Roger and Lewis hold hands together. We're, we're supposed to believe that, like, Roger is moving beyond this because the next thing he does is he gives the Trilamps his convertible to borrow and sends them out to party with Sonny and two unnamed women. I think Sonny mm. is, is forced to go because it's part of her job. And her boss is actually harassing her. Slaps her on the yeah. butt a couple times. Um, very much we understand that she's like being forced to go on this with these two women who I believe the only word that they both say is yo over and over again, which is weird. <laughs> I, was, I was confused by that. I don't know what that's supposed to be about. Um. They go to a convenience store to get some beer, and the cops pull up en masse. Roger has reported the car stolen. The Trilams all go to jail. The girls tell Sonny, like, oh, it's okay that we have to, like, hang out with these nerds. They're all going to be gone soon. So we know this is a, a fucking setup. Sonny goes to the jail to bail them out, and Lewis is still like, no, fuck you, Jezebel. Like, he doesn't. It's weird that he still is like, no, I don't believe you now. You're the most naive man that ever lived. And hmm. suddenly you're just like, nope, nope, I, I don't trust you. He trusted Betty after the pigs let loose in his house. Yeah. That's fucking they're, weird. They're just the most, like, gullible people. Like, it just... Yes. Fool me once. Incredibly. Shame you, on fool me. Fool me or 17 you. times. Shame on me. Fool <laughs> like me it's, twice. Yeah. It's fool me can't get fooled again. Wrong, but, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, the, the next setup that they have here, um, I was looking down for a second when this happened, so I don't know exactly the logistics of how it went down. The Alpha Betas kidnapped the Tri-Lambs and Sunny. Like, I think that they're, like, out for a walk, and they just pull up, like, in old school, and just, like, oh, yeah. I missed it. throw them into a van and take off. Um, they take them out to a boat. All the Alpha Betas are in black, so I think we're supposed to think, like, oh, this is really sinister, and they don't want to be seen. They're on a fucking mega yacht. And they throw all the trilams overboard in what is for certain attempted murder. Like you threw you threw people into the ocean and then drove away. <laughs> like you're trying to kill them. Um luckily But then <clears throat> Yeah, like you like you see them get thrown overboard, and maybe this is what you're about to say, but then they pan out and they're like they're by 10 the feet shore. from the shore. <laughs> Yeah, so what it's the like, fuck is going on? It's it's very strange. They they th- yes, at first when you see them. You're led to believe you're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Like, you're Mm -hmm. out a distance, nothing nearby. You pan out. It's very close to the shore. They swim to the shore uh, through some kind of weird, like, nerd knowledge and ingenuity. They find out the exact island that they're on. And then Sonny, who has also been revealed to be, like, super, super smart, knows, oh, there's all kinds of military stuff on this island from the Bay of Pigs. And it was never found, but it's around here. And so this is this is the part where Dana stopped watching. And you you made the right call because what happens next is fucking stupid. Like they're walking around. They fall into a hole in that hole is just all kinds of military gear. They somehow make. Was that a metal detector out of coconuts? That Poindexter had. He it was for sure reversing the ionization of the coconut water. Yeah. Allows them to search for, for metal. Like it's and very Gilligan's Island? Yes. Best part. Yes. The, 
They have those big the, the uh, coconut headphones. And what noise does it make when you find some kind of metal? It makes it, like a coconut shell noise. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it does. It does make coconut. Don't shell know noise. how. <laughs> Don't I, know how I, they it, did that. But I, I giggle. I'm like, this is this is fucking ridiculous. This yeah, they, is so stupid. Poindexter and Ogre fall through a hole, and that's where they find all this fucking gear. And we see that while this is happening, the Alpha Betas are holding a council meeting to like permanently ban the Trilams from being a fraternity because they've committed a felony. Because previously they were like, oh, we'll make a new law when he and Lewis like shook hands. It was any fraternity that's involved in criminal activity is no longer allowed to be a frat was basically what they what they came to. So <laughs> Roger is laying out. They stole my car. They didn't even show up to this meeting to defend themselves. And I was like, well, if they stole your car yesterday, they're probably still in jail. Like, it's not like they're blowing you off. You assume they're going to be in jail for a little while. Um but while this is going on, we're cutting back and forth to like Roger having this speech, the Trilams with an obscene amount of military firepower. And then when the Trilams show up, they have like an amphibious assault vehicle. They drive it out of the ocean onto the beach. They what? run over a table. Like there's there's two people that we saw earlier complaining about their room. Yeah. And it's like they, they're yuppies, but they also appear to be 23, so it's very strange. Well, the, the guy looks young. The woman is old. I'm, oh, I don't know. The whole set is weird. Wait, wait, wait. Is this Betty Gilpin's dad? Jack Gilpin? Yeah, that's, that's, Jack, that's Jack Gilpin. They're not Jack young. Gilpin. They look just oh, as old as well. Poindexter. Not Poindexter. <laughs> they look they are Poindexter Lewis. aged. But their, their dress leads me to believe I'm supposed to think that they're young. I'm oh, supposed I, to I believe Lewis is part. young. It's they're they're dressed up like the United Colors of Benetton. It's a lot of yuppie shit like I, layered on top of each other. I thought they were supposed to be like adults, annoyed that they booked this hotel, not realizing they booked it during spring break. Well, shame on you. Um It was also like we didn't need these people. They just kept popping no. up and I was like, What the fuck are we yeah. doing? They just what keep on doing? showing up. The nerds try to run them over. Like they, they barely get away in time because they drive over their whole fucking table. Isn't like that it's funny? seconds away. <laughs> It's, it's so funny. They didn't even they didn't notice they were coming, which is weird. So funny. It's not a quiet vehicle, but they wind up like storming the council meeting. They try to expose the alpha betas. And it's like, no, 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 point of order. You can't speak. I have the gavel. You can talk in one second after I say this next thing. And the next thing is there's gonna be a wet nighty contest at the pool in five minutes. I've never heard of a wet nighty contest. A wet t-shirt contest like that's a thing we all recognize and know and love a wet nighty contest no t-shirts get i guess nighties can get wet oh jesus you brought you brought nighties uh, <laughs> it's sexier it's, uh, it's the sexier word there's lace on it it's weird yeah. the it's fringes. very strange mm. <laughs> yeah it's very fucking strange so yeah. Uh, there that the the announcement of the wet nighty contest leads all the frats to, like storm out and go out by the pool. So whatever Lewis says next won't be heard anyway. Outside, Lewis gets in Roger's face, who literally is just like, "Yeah, I fucking did it." So I'm just like, "Well, no, wait a minute, man!" <laughs> like, it's like it's like that scene from um from Chappelle Show with uh with Rick James. Now, why would you say that I would just go and grab my feet into Eddie Murphy's couch like it was a thing to do? 
Yeah, I remember grabbing my feet, Eddie Murphy's couch. I'm like, couch. Fuck. Why did Yo, you say couch? couch? You know, darkness. Yeah. This is darkness. Darkness. Brother darkness. Brother darkness. Yeah, it's just like he he spent this whole time like, no, I didn't do it. You guys stole my car. Then he's like, yeah, I fucking set you up. So the fuck what? I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> just, well, wait a minute, man. So yeah. in this moment, Lewis. Punches Roger, who flies Joe Piscopo style sidekicks into the pool. Um, the nerds win again. Then Lewis and Sonny make out. And again, Lewis has a serious girlfriend at home. I don't yes. know why even show us that picture of Betty. Why do it? Like, just say they broke up. Don't even mention her. Oh, I, w- I wasn't wondering where's Betty all this time. I'm just like, well, she no. was supposed to be in the film, but she no. didn't like well. that she gets cheat or for whatever reason she wasn't there. So like, I wonder if they like filmed some of the shit and they're like, oh, you you don't want to come? Well, fuck, Actually, starting the camp. The plan <laughs> was late. for her was for her character to cheat on Lewis with oh. a, with with a jock and kind of do a a heel turn. And she's okay. like, that's what? Why did we bother with what we did at the end of the end, the first movie if we're just gonna? Oh go backwards she's like yeah that, I'm not gonna well do this. that is more she realistic be continuity so, and character integrity and like you signed up for revenge of the nerds i know i know i always yeah. just look back on that scene from wet hot american summer you know like yeah you treat me great coop i think you're awesome but you know andy is just like cut <laughs> from marble he's just so hot and i'm 16 and all i want to do is just <laughs> take him and hold him down and fuck his brains out you know like that's it's stuck I, in my I head. Get, that's so well, I, this song is so stupid. I get it's why stupid. Betty would cheat on him. Like, yeah, it makes sense to me. He's not a good looking yeah. guy, and he's 45 years old. Well, he um, can, he can, uh, yeah, he, can shit. He, he can lay some pipe, I guess. I mean, he's trying to sling that dick. So, yeah. <laughs> we also at the end of this movie, we get Ogre's face turn here. Um, the alpha betas turn on Ogre for no fucking reason. Ogre's dumb. And he's yes. like, oh, I'm just going to expose the whole plan. And like, no, you can't do that. And then fucking Roger does it any goddamn way. Yeah. But they throw Ogre overboard with the nerds. He almost drowns. I, I think, was that Wormser that rescued him? Like somebody no. drags him up yeah, onto, so. the, onto the, okay. Uh, so Wormser the like, saves him. The rest were like, no, this is let him yeah. fucking drown. If he, he, dies, he dies, he dies. He dies, he dies. Um, he also could have just stood up because they yes. were literally... <laughs> Five feet from the shore. You're, it's three feet deep. Um, so Ogre befriends the nerds once they're like marooned on this island together. Uh, Booger finds wild free range weed to smoke. Um, of course he does. Yeah, um, rolls yeah. A, a a blunt out of a banana leaf. This thing is two and a half feet long and Incredible. just gets ripped. Amazing. Yes. They they have. I think it wouldn't burn super well. It's it, dry. No, the banana leaf is not going to burn. Right. <laughs> that's not going. That's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, they they get high, they get ogre high. Uh, ogre has a top notch high thought, which is what if CAT really spells dog? Um, I will tell you, I've had a similar conversation where I had a friend of mine who we were very high together, and he was like, You ever wonder if, like, when you look at red and you see red, I look at it and I see purple. But to me, what you see is red looks like purple. So I would just call that red. And I was like, what the mm-hmm. fuck are you talking about? And he's like, well, I don't know what your eyes see. 
I don't know what colors your eyes see. Maybe our colors are all different. We just call them the same thing. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you gotta you gotta stop smoking, man. This is I mean you're dog, way in your head. Man. You ever just spelled dog backwards? It's, it's, it's God, God, bro. It's God, bro. Uh, I I, yeah. I think the best one that I heard was on um oh, yeah. this episode of uh the most recent episode of um Love It or Leave It, which is is it, are things on fire or is fire on things? <laughs> like that is a good high thought. That Whoa. is a really good high thought. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Great. Are things on fire or is fire on things? Straight um, shoot <laughs> Respect it on both sides. That song. So it's, it's a good song. It's so at the song. end of this movie, Ogre joins the Trilams. Um, this last shot is just so fucking stupid. He's he's being inducted into Lambda Lambda Lambda. He is dressed up like all the nerds, pants up to his nipples. He's got his hair like gelled and combed to the side the way that Gilbert wears his hair. Pocket protector. Um, they put prescription glasses on him. I don't know why you would do that. You can't see shit now. But then they give him like a punch to drink, which is just liquor he drinks it and then Sulfuric he does acid it, it, yeah. it boils it's yeah. not good you don't want you don't want to drink that he drinks the whole thing the whole bucket of it and then does like that weird lewis inhale laugh <laughs> and that's how the movie ends i think it's a freeze frame i'm pretty sure it ends on a freeze frame of him doing the face um there's a character we've not discussed and we need to talk about this fucking guy so his name is snotty I, I don't know why he's in the movie other than we need to make fun of Asian people somehow. We got James <laughs> like, Hong for a day. What what can yeah. we do with James Hong? Got James Hong. Um, yeah, he well, he deserves better than this. James Hong is a real actor, and so this is unfortunate. But yeah, they they put him yeah. they put him in the movie. He's a guy who just like sits in the hallway at their hotel smoking weed, and. Of course, you know, Booger smells the weed and is like, oh, that guy's got fucking good bud. I should go befriend that man. Um, but like he kind of takes Booger under his wing and yeah. shows him how to be even grosser than he already was. Oh, wait, um, I know what this is. This sucks. It's it's, it's karate kid. And this is Mr. Yeah, Miyagi. This, yeah, this uh fuck that. Yeah, oh, this is this is a karate kid and he's Mr. Miyagi. Blech. Yeah, Blech. 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 absolutely. Bit a loogie at a frog or at a fly or something. He spits a loogie at a fly, and then Booger does the same thing, and it makes like the loudest thwack sound when it yeah. hits the wall. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? This movie really does this. The whole series thinks that like a loud, long burp is the peak of comedy. So much, and it's, they bring him back to Adams. Yes, he's he's at that ceremony. They, they, he he's he's a trilam now. <laughs> He's the one that's making the punch. They make the punch. He has a sip of it, and it's so gross he spits it out. Oh. And then it's uh, that's how we know it's ready. And then ogre drinks. I'm just like, my yeah. god! Like we didn't we didn't have. It reminds me of a lot of sketches from. There was a sketch show. It might have been on for one season, maybe two. Uh, the whitest guys you know. The whitest kids you know. The whitest oh, kids yeah. you know. And it's yeah. like ninety percent of every sketch is very funny. Then they get to the end, and it's like you have no idea how to fucking get out of this thing. Like you don't yeah. know what the the ends are always so bad. And I'm like, yes. you don't know how yeah. to fucking end a fucking sketch. But yeah, that was that was this movie. Um, just a mess. Not a whole lot of plot to talk about. 
not a whole lot of anything to talk about. And because it's rated PG-13, not even like any titties or anything. Just a weird fucking choice. Nipples. But we there were nipples, comment. but they were through clothes. Yeah, there was just, we didn't really talk about the Alpha Beta's outfits. Because I just thought, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a point <laughs> at one scene where they are all wearing popped collared polos, short sleeve ones, <laughs> under mm-hmm. short sleeve pastel plaid mm-hmm. button downs. Sweet. With also the collar popped. And I was like, yes. I, yeah. I I think I'm going to start wearing this. I and think I'm gonna quite it. often with a sweater tied so, around the shoulders too. Cool. Yeah. No, no. So not that's, always. That's where just like if you're just wearing a polo, you got to wrap yes. the sweater around. But I will say, I used to pop some collars back in the day. I was a little preppy. I never but did this two shirt double pop. I mean, I I recall this would have been probably 2005. I think like spring and summer of 05, going to house parties. Because I, I went to college in Iowa. In the winter, you need to dress to be warm. You're not wearing cute shit for a fucking party in the winter. You're just, you're trying to survive. But once it gets warm outside again, um, all of a sudden, I, I did not know this was a trend that was happening. We would go to a house party, and every girl that was there was in, like, a frayed bottom jean skirt with uh-huh. three or four pop-collared polos in different colors layered on top. Like, you have got to be hot as shit. Not three or four. Just these one. these will it's Iowa. Okay. So we don't maybe in Iowa. Not the trendiest state, but they they found out this is a thing and these women are showing up in three or four pop collars with the the jean skirt and then usually flip flops. Like your feet are gonna uh-huh. be dirty as fuck in a minute. Uh-huh. Like this this floor has got syphilis. So maybe it took some time to get to Iowa because I was it, doing most that things like do. 03, 04. This um, might have been 04. It was either 04 or 05. Because it was never, before gauchos became a thing. Yeah. Never two shirts on me, but there were, were a lot of frat people at Lehigh. A lot of guys who were doing multiple collars. Like, what uh, are you doing? <laughs> I think we wrote it into look. our one of our skits for Rush. Uh, for one of the houses we made fun of is like, when the collar pops, the panties drop. Like, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dana. I, I am a layering guy, and it's only only one collar. You, you can have other sorts of sweats, sw- sweatshirts and sweaters and whatever but only one of those shirts can have a collar or else you're oh, yeah. you're gonna have a, have a lump you have some neck lumps well, Lumpy just, neck. it's gonna be fucking pop. hot that's why you're like, <laughs> pop, you're pop. Are, you, are you really gonna pop them all you know pop them you gotta pop you know them what? shits have three or four pop collar shirts shit's fucking yeah. weird i i think i think i know the answer to this for all of us but i do want to go around here are we all in agreement that the first revenge of the nerds is better than this one yeah okay that- is that a serious yeah. question? The yeah. first one's also not great. So it's not like we're comparing Godfather 2 and 3 here. Gotcha. I have I have clear memories of the second one because of watching it on cable. But yeah, the first one was better. Yeah, well, yeah, I, the first one was definitely better. I think they're better served by keeping it on a college campus. I think moving the setting doesn't mm. help. I think if you just have it again at Adams... Where there's like a new round of, you know, alpha betas that are showing up. You make Lewis, you make the original Trilabs all seniors because they were all freshmen when they came in. You make them all seniors. They have an incoming class of freshman nerds. And then you also have, you know, the alpha betas trying to get their spot back. That's a better plot than let's go to Fort Lauderdale like that. Plus, you could have women then. This this movie is almost devoid of women except for Sonny. And it's like, well, that's a weird thing to do for a movie like this. Well, 
I think like the issue is like, I think spring break does make sense. They just didn't execute it right. There needed to be like some competition that was going on. It didn't, we didn't have to keep taking it back to these stupid like Greek council panhellenic things. It needed to yeah. be another sort of competition thing that like you just get to be the cool. Cause it's like, there was no reason for the alpha betas to not like them. Because they've never met these motherfuckers before, besides never. the fact that they're nerds, which is the same thing that happens in the first one. But that just might be like a, at Adams, we don't do nerds, even though it's the best computer program in the country. So that doesn't make any sense. But it yeah. just needed to be like, there's a, there's a comp, yeah, there's just a competition they're going through. The Landos get tricked once, not four fucking times. Over like, and over again. Every day, a different, a different scam yeah. on these dudes. They never did their revenge, which at least the first one was like the nerds got revenge. That is true. Their whole revenge was punching one guy one time. Yeah, they never had comeuppance. A military that, vehicle. Out they of drove Coconuts? that tanker. The, they destroyed no, no, they, that hotel ballroom. That's, they didn't. They didn't build the tank. They found yeah, a tank. Uh, right. Yeah, I didn't watch cost, that. It cost some money to fix some of that damage. That's yeah, not, it's not good. No, not good. no, it just. There was no revenge. That is true. It was a weird. They made a lot of weird choices with this movie. I'm just like, you got too far away from your original concept. This one's got a better song, though. Take me back to paradise. paradise. So much better than yeah. whatever that time uh, has come for revenge of the nerds, which is somehow uh, not. I, I revenge I, of the nerds. I was shocked. Our our good buddy revenge Bobby Lesh sent us that song on Spotify. I was dumbfounded that it was not Weird Al. You don't Shazam the songs as you're watching the movie. I do not. No, I do. I, I, I like, was. Oh, I was like, this? that sounds just. Well, and frankly, for me, of you course, I, I know that movie from the first yeah. one. I know it from the first one. I. I. There's a, a Lupe Fiasco song called Lupe the Killer. Um, mm. I think it's from a mixtape from back in the day. But the beat is made out of that Revenge of the Nerds like theme song. Really? And like it's the beat's great. It's it's I don't know who it sounds like maybe no ID produced it considering it's a Chicago beat and everything but like it's really good it's really fucking good and so I know that song from that I'm like oh I've always assumed it's his Weird Al's voice <laughs> like it sounds just like him it does sound pretty similar yeah mm-hmm. sounds just like him but anywho um one of the things we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character to see if this movie was the start of big things at the peak of your whole career so it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Uh, this week, we're diving on Tom Hodges, who played Tiny. We didn't talk about Tiny. He's got a little tiny dick. That's yep. the whole thing. He's an alpha beta with a, with a micro penis and no, no, no. It's talks like about a, it often. It's like a joke name. It's like a, when like a redhead called redhead called guy lefty. And, yeah. yeah, right. He's called Lefty. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, a bald guy. They yeah. call him Harry. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, no. Yeah. He, he yeah, revealed that see? his deepest, darkest fear was that a woman would see him naked and realize how small his penis is. <laughs> so I'm like, no, man, you can't come back from that. Um, he has had 56 credits. This is his ninth one. His first role was in an episode of Airwolf. Uh, he was in the movie Lucas, which I've never seen, but I know it's iconic of the time. There's a lot um, of shit. The movie itself and then some of the backstory with that one. Wild. I've I know nothing of Lucas. it other than there's a kid with glasses. That's all I know about that movie. It's Corey. Is that Macaulay uh, Culkin? Corey is it Corey Haynes. Corey Haynes. Okay, there you go. Charlie um, Sheen. Of course. Uh, he was in L.A. Law. Facts of Life, Critters 2, an ABC after school special that I think is called like Family Again or something like that. I'm like, well, I don't, that's not a fun title. I don't know what that's about. I, if it's got a fun title, I will look into those. 
and we really ought to just take a month and each do an ABC after school special. A lot of them are on YouTube, so I'm sure those oh, will also are? be fun to watch. Okay. Um, he was in I Going Overboard. I wanted to do Lifetime movies, that one. We one. tried. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. put it up for a poll again another time okay. soon. Uh, but he was in Going Overboard, which is the first Adam Sandler movie. Uh, he was in Steel Magnolias, which I think somebody won an Oscar for that, right? Is that... Who was he in Steel Magnolias? I don't know. Um, Louis Jones? There you go. Did did mm. Sally Field win an Oscar for Steel Magnolias, or was that for something else? Uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Way. Did she win an Oscar for Smokey and the Bandit? I think, I think it was one of one of the other older women in the uh, mm. uh, that might have been. Oh God, who was that lady whose Oscar speech was "I deserve this, thank you," and walked off with it? It might have been her. Caucus? Uh No, it wasn't uh, her. Who, of... who, who, who was the other one? There's one more. She was the mean one in that movie. McLean? Shirley, Shirley McLean. McLean. Lady yeah. Shirley, Shirley McLean? McLean's, her Oscar speech is, I deserve this. Thank you. And then she walks off Thank you. The Oscar. Thank you. He was in a movie. I actually like that movie. I actually like that movie. It's very good. Still making uh, good movie. He was in a movie called They've Taken Our Children, The Chowchilla Kidnapping, which is a okay. long title. The oh Baby Doll Murders, um, Walker, Texas Ranger. The reason I, I picked him. Love. Was because he played Love. Lars in Heavyweights. He sure did. I didn't recognize him at first, and then I saw his face. I'm like, God damn it, that's Lars. He- heavyweights too on the way. Oh, Get ready God, for I it. I can't wait. Yeah, um, just that oh, heavyweights. We can do that for the pod. There are teens yeah. in that sure, for sure. Sure can. Yeah. Also, the only Academy Award nomination for Steel Magnolias was Julia Roberts, and she didn't win. Really? Oh, wow. I well, think you're thinking Shirley MacLaine from Fried Green Tomatoes. Yep. It was either That's Fried Green one. Tomatoes or Beaches yep. or one of those yep. ones. Both, both Southern movies about women. In a but, uh, yeah. yeah, that I, I remember that Julia Roberts, role where she had diabetes really bad. And she mm-hmm. had to, she her dying. acting in that, it seemed over the top, but she was she was pretty fucked up in that movie. It's, so it was, it's a it's plot tough. point on Yellow Jackets where Misty does the monologue. It certainly is. As a gift <laughs> to the baby God, yeah. Missy's the fucking best. What a great She character. needs some juice. Get you get her some juice. She needs some juice. What a great fucking character. And save your um, life. Orange so juice after, after heavyweights, he was in Jag. He was in Michael. Uh he played asshole number three in a movie called I Love You, Don't Touch Me. He was ah. in an episode of Mad About You, um, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. He was in a movie called Seed, a love story, which I'm assuming is a porno. Ew. That Ew. sounds like a porno. Um he was in Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, Touched by an Angel, and Stigmata. And then his last role was in 2018. It was a short film called Homecoming. But I, I saw mm. his face, and I'm like, that's fucking Lars. He's going to say, I make a very alarming noise when I'm asleep. Don't worry. Fine. <laughs> oh, I, I love that movie so fucking much. We got to do that for the pod. Um. That does bring us to the end of this episode. And just like the end of the school year, that means it's time out some superlatives. Uh, Lipsy, we didn't talk about Lipsy enough. Fuck it, he's useless. Lipsy is most likely to do Paul Revere by the Beastie Boys as his go-to karaoke song. Yep. Booger is most likely to refuse to wear a mask during COVID because he doesn't believe in germs. Mm. Wormser <laughs> is most likely part of a RICO investigation. That motherfucker's committing serious felonies. Yeah. Lamar is most likely to use this story as the second half of his It Gets Better video. It'll go oh. from they really bullied us to we ran the Greek Council. So it does mm-hmm. get better. 
Poindexter is most likely to start most of his social media posts with, well, actually, because that motherfucker is correcting people all the fucking time on like chapter and verse from a, a town charter or whatever. Sonny is most likely to say, I'm not just another pretty face, you know. And Lewis is most likely to fall for a Nigerian prince scam because that motherfucker is naive. Goes for anything. Uh, This next movie is Dana's pick. Dana, what are we going to watch next? I'm going to take us back to movies that we're supposed to be doing. (laughs) Oh, good. We have no one of those in a minute. Hey. Read um, on me and shit. It's been a while. Well, oh, come to. on. Some of the movies we're doing are classics. They're great. We that's gotta a, watch them. That's a great one. They're all um, good. But this one has been like circling my mind, and they mentioned it on a podcast uh, I listened to this week, and I think it's available. It is a Shakespearean adaptation. Oh no. Starring the Queen of Teen Films, Kiki Dunst, uh, with a cameo oh. by Cisco. It is called oh, Get Over It. It is called it. it is called it. It's it's one of the ones that I saw when we were first making the list of movies to do. And I'm like, is that motherfucking Cisco on the poster uh-huh. of this movie? And it, uh-huh. it, yeah. That we have what? Oh, Puck. Right? Is this is this Mid- <laughs> is it Mid- Midsummer Night's Dream? Oh great. Awesome. Oh, the no. best. Peas Blossom the Fairy. Yeah, we uh-huh. um there was a guy, a guy I played trivia with. Uh he recently moved away, Bryce. Bryce listens to the pod and told hey, me, yeah, told me hey, a million Bryce. times we should do this movie, and he wanted to come on as a guest. And I'm like, yeah, we'll do it one of these days. And I just never got around to. I'll I'll text him and see if he wants to come on now. But yeah. he moved away like uh, I don't know, three or four months ago or some shit like that. And this um, cast is fucking <laughs> absurd. I've never it's, seen this movie. And I've never seen it either. But it's quite a cast for 2001. It's some night's dream, huh? Yep. Colin Hanks, Mila Kunis, Zoe Saldana. Uh, Swoozy Kurtz. Oh, Swoozy Kurtz. Which one of them metamorphosizes into a donkey? I don't know. Shane West, Ed Bagley Jr., Cisco, Martin Short, Carmen Electra. Martin Short and Carmen Electra. I guess I should save this. (laughs) Hold on. One last one. Vitamin C as herself. As herself. Make the world a better place. Yeah, the she's doing good. the, the she's window doing good. in time in which she could feasibly play herself in a movie is so small. It's mm-hmm. a very tiny window. Very narrow. Wow. She it. Oh my yeah. god! All right, guys. Oof, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RecappingGownPod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to jump in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Lewis, listen, buttface, I'm in no mood to deal with an idiot like you. So why don't you sit your ass down before I get really mad? Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.